The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. Your host is Chad Austin. There's no time to get yourself into shape. Like right now, you'll learn how to overcome the day-to-day excuses and start working on the rest of your life. The results will come as you go and will just keep getting better and better. Now, here's your host and motivator, Chad Austin. What's up, everybody? I'm Chad Austin. Welcome to Be Fit for Life. In case you missed it, last week's episode of Be Fit for Life featured Greg Justice. He's one of the top trainers in Kansas City. He's the owner of the AYC Fitness Club, which stands for At Your Convenience. Is one of the original personal training studios in Kansas City. We had a great discussion last week about how important it is to develop a strong mind if you're trying to develop a strong and healthy body. We talked a lot about his most recent book, which is Mind Over Head Chatter, The Psychology of Athletic Success. His book has been receiving some great reviews since it got published, And this week on Facebook, he shared a review that caught my eye because it's from Todd Durkin. If you don't know who Todd Durkin is, he's one of the country's top personal trainers. He is actually Drew Brees' trainers and a lot of other professional athletes and the owner of Fitness Quest 10 in San Diego, one of the top gyms in the country. But here's what Todd had to say about Greg's book. Athletes of all ages are always looking for an edge. Youth, high school, college, and pro athletes, heck, even aging fitness enthusiasts are always looking for peak performance. In this extraordinary book on success and athletic performance, best-selling author Greg Justice reveals the methods and stories from some of the top athletes of all time that include topics like belief, attitude, leadership, goal-setting, visualization, breathe work, and positive self-talk of champion athletes. If you are a coach, if you are an athlete, or if you are a parent of an athlete and you are looking to create to give, create an edge also, do yourself a favor and read this book. So I thought there's a really powerful uh, review from Todd Durkin. So it's, if you haven't checked out Greg's book yet, you, you need to. Uh, it's a bestseller on Amazon. You can find it, uh, Mind Over Head Chatter, The Psychology of Athletic Success. This week... I have another great guest, Dr. Jeffrey Legrasso. Dr. Jeffrey Legrasso is a plastic surgeon in the complete sense. His desire to make things more beautiful, his ability to listen, his artistic sense, and his superior technical skills set him above the rest. Dr. Jeffrey Legrasso is a world-renowned plastic surgeon who is board-certified by the American Board of Plastic Surgery. His surgical skills were perfected through his extensive training and experience. Dr. Legrasso completed his general surgical training at the New York Hospital of Queens and then continued on to his plastic surgical training at Albany Medical Center. He was then selected to complete a prestigious craniofascial pediatric plastic surgery fellowship at the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles, an honor that only a select few plastic surgeons receive. Beauty is a lifestyle, 
It cannot be taken for granted. It requires dedication and maintenance. Beauty is like an orchid. It requires the necessary watering, sun, and care. But the happiness of, be- of a beautiful flower is enduring. It's always an honor when someone that's a, one of the top people in their field want to be a guest on my show. So I'm honored to have uh, Dr. Lagrasso on later when he joins us. We'll be covering many topics that some of you will not want to miss, like the importance, the important, the most important secret to staying young, the importance of stress stress management, the benefits of exercise, proper nutrition, and sleep, and the value of superfoods, to name a few of the topics we'll talk about. Speaking of staying young, for this week's opening topic, I decided to talk about something that many people like myself are sometimes afraid to talk about. See, I am someone who has always been an athlete, always been played every sport growing up, and as I get older, I'm still always looking for new challenges and more ways to compete and ways basically to stay in the game. There's one opponent that all of us face, and unfortunately, no matter who we are, we eventually lose to. I like to refer to him as Father Time. Father Time has never been beaten. He ha- he's undefeated. He has our number. It's inevitable. All of us, no matter how indestructible we feel, are eventually going to get older. The good news is there are ways to prolong this process and stay feeling young, looking young, well into our older years. So the reason I decided to do this topic is because this last weekend, my college roommate, Tim Herman, and myself wrestled at the Kansas Sunflower State Games. We both wrestled all through high school together, and we're also teammates on the wrestling team at Labette County Community College. This year is the 25th anniversary of Sunflower State Games, but it also marked another important anniversary. It has now been 15 years since Tim and I had been college athletes. Time has just seemed to have flown by. We have wrestled in this tournament almost every year since we graduated from Labette, and it's become a fun tradition of ours. And this year as a team, we finished with three wins and one loss, taking first and second place in our brackets. We don't always win at this tournament. More often than not, we do. But what's more important to us is that we're still just as competitive now as we were 15 years ago. Over the last 15 years since we left Labette, neither of us have lost our passion for wrestling even a little bit. Between the two of us, we have done a lot of competing, coaching, officiating, and training in wrestling. And now we're both just trying to stay young and stay in the game as long as we can because we love the sport. So I thought for today's opening topic, how you want to look at it, whether it be longevity, persistence, healthy habits, fitness tradition. But I'm going to give you some tips, my tips of just how to stay in the game, whatever your game is, whether it just where it be a sport like me, but be being active or being fit or making fitness a priority, whatever it is that your game is. How do you keep, keep it up well into old age? And so here's my list. First, ask yourself why. It always has to be the first thing. You have to know, so when the going gets tough, you know why you're making sacrifices, why you're doing things. And dig deep with that question of why. What I mean by that is you want to find your internal motivation, not your external motivation. I'm sure you've heard that before, but it's very important. It can't be something that's just like, I want to lose weight. It can't be something vague like that. Why do you want to lose weight? Why is it important to you to get healthier? Why is it important to you to have more energy? 
dig deep and really find the answer. If you do that, you're going to do that's the biggest key to long-term success. Set goals for yourself. And you want to make sure you set short-term goals and long-term goals. And many of us have weight loss goals. If you have a big goal of 100 pounds that you want to lose, if that's your only goal, then that seems like forever. That the finish line is going to it's going to be like a marathon, and it's going to be hard to stay motivated the whole time. So if you have a really long goal, you want to have a main goal. Everyone's everyone should have a goal that is long term uh, to keep you going. But you want to have several short term goals along the way because when you see the finish line, you get a little extra burst of motivation. And so you want to have several finishes, finish lines along along the way. Think of a of a runner in a race. Have you ever seen someone see the finish line and then slow down? No, they speed up. You get a little burst of motivation. So you want to have long term goals and short term goals. Third one is make a list of obstacles that may get in your way. And what I mean by that is basically what excuses are you going to make that are going to stop you from doing what you plan, to keep you from doing your game plan? What excuses are going to get in the way? Are you going to use the excuse, I don't have time, uh, that I'm too tired? Uh, what is it going to be? Come, make a list of the excuses you're going to make and come up with a plan to overcome them to prevent those excuses right off the bat. Next one is make the time. What I mean by make the time is don't. So when you're getting rid of some of those excuses, we want to start developing some healthy habits that are going to give you long-term success. Figure out when you're going to work out. Get a workout partner. Get a trainer. Uh, make a schedule and, and that you're going to be able to stay consistent with. And the same thing with food and nutrition. Is to develop some healthy habits. Give anything that appeals to you a try. And so, like myself, I I just love being active. So uh, the wrestling tournament, something I do every year. I've talked a lot on this show recently about the world's toughest mutter that I'm training for. 5Ks, triathlons, swimming, intramural sports leagues, classes with friends, um, whatever it may be, sports leagues. Anything that appeals to you, give it a try. You never know sometimes until you try it if you like it. And the next tip is make it fun and keep from getting bored. Make it fun. Choose activities that you love. And one of my dad's Favorite things to say when we were growing up, and we had one of those houses that were full of exercise equipment that we bought and never used, that the best exercise is the one you love, the one you like the most, because that's the one you're going to do. So choose activities that are fun, whether if you like to play basketball, then join a basketball league. If you like to lift weights, then get a workout buddy and get a trainer or or just find a time that you like to have some time to yourself and go work out. Ask friends to go with you. And use a variety of ways to to keep changing up your workout. Don't ever want to get bored when you work out because then it's going to take the fun away from it. When I was a cooperating teacher, when I was a student teacher, my cooperating teacher uh, I told me a great thing that I use for personal training all the time now. She was, when I was making a lesson plan for PE in one of my uh, third or fourth grade classes where it was a tag game, and she was helping me kind of make it different. She said, you know, if you just change one little thing, the kids will think it's a completely different game. And I use that all the time now to this day. I'll never forget that piece of advice because it works so well in fitness. There's so way, so many ways you can make your workout just a little bit different, and your body's going to think it's completely different. You use, you use dumbbells one day, use the TRX, or use uh, some cables the next day. If you use uh, resistance bands, use kettlebells the next day. If you do resistance training, maybe you don't do resistance training, run hills or run stairs the next day. Just There's all kinds of ways you can keep making it different, and your body will think it's a completely different workout. Create, and last but not least, create an environment 
that is uplifting and keeps you motivated. Surround yourself with positive, supportive people and rid yourself of the negative people. Make sure you're surrounded with people that believe in you and have the same mindset and passion for what for activity and, and fitness that you do. And stay away from the people. You don't have to take people out of your life, but avoid people who are going to be negative about you working out or negative about you making fitness a priority. And who find a support team. I have a support team. My parents are two of my best support team members that I've had forever. Growing up, I can't remember too many sporting events I did that they weren't at. And they're both going to be members of my pit crew when I do the World's Toughest Mudder in November, that 24-hour event I keep talking about. So make sure you have a positive, some positive, supportive people in your life and make sure you have a good support team that's going to help you when things get tough. This list I just started making today, but I will add to this list of things that keep you in the game longer, and I'll add it to my blog and my newsletter later this week. But on that note, we are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, I'm going to bring Dr. Jeffrey LaGrasso on, and we're going to talk about even more tips of how you can stay young well into old age. We'll be right back on Be Fit for Life. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. How many times have you heard this? I'm sick and tired of feeling sick and tired. You are what you eat. I've tried every diet. Diets don't work. It's time to stop this kind of madness and start thinking and feeling empowered to change your health. Tune in to The Raw Truth with Chef Sharon Fraser. Join us weekly for thought-provoking conversations with world-renowned experts in the food, medical, holistic, sports medicine, chiropractic, and naturopathic health sciences. The Raw Truth airs live every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned into Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. Joining us this morning on Be Fit for Life is world-renowned plastic surgeon, Dr. Jeffrey LaGrasso. Dr. LaGrasso is a plastic surgeon in the complete sense. His desire to make things more beautiful, his ability to listen, his artistic sense, and his superior technical skills set him above the rest of the people in his field. Welcome to the show, Dr. LaGrasso. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks, Chad. Pleasure to be here. Great. I, I'm always honored when someone that's one of the top people in their field that wants to be on the show. And I've, the thing I'd like to start the show with is something I preach on this all the time when my show is kind of about making fitness a priority, but just 
you have to know what your reason why is. And so I always like to start the show with my guests just to find out what your reason why is. How do you find your passion for what you do? I know you're very passionate about your career. How do you find that passion and what led you to the career you're in now? You know, uh, it's when I was younger, I was always into science. I was always into math. I always like using my hands. So becoming a surgeon was just a natural trait for me. You know, the good thing about being a surgeon is that you can do the same operation 50 times, but it's on 50 different people, so it's always different. So yeah. it's never the exact same operation. Steps may kind of be similar, but you're always kind of adapting and, and switching things, kind of like building a building. You know, I mean, you always have to look at the landscape. You have to look at many different factors. Still building the same thing, but, you know, you may have to alter the foundation a little bit. So I always like the, you know, the, the continuous you know, discovery of it. And, you know, the beauty of it is, is that, you know, you can take things that you've learned, and then as you progress on, you kind of, you know, this may work a little bit better, this may not work a little bit better, and, you know, tweak things and kind of come up with your own thing. So, you know, I mean, that's, that's what always led me to it. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been in the field? I've been, I finished my residency in 2005, so almost 10 years. But you talk a lot on your, uh, there's a lot of wording on your website that talks about uh, health and fitness. Um, what is the most important when you, when the, the idea of staying young, like I mentioned in the first section of the show, what is the, mo- is the most important secret to you as far as staying young? Is it nutrition? Is it attitude? Is it exercise? Or is it something else that I'm missing entirely? Nutrition is by far the most important thing. And, you know, that's the thing that's, probably by far the most difficult for people to address. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of my specialties in, in plastic surgery is, is liposuction and body contouring. So I spend a lot of time talking to people. You know, some people are in shape and they just want to get a little bit of fat somewhere that they can't work off at the gym. And some people aren't as in shape and they're a little bit overweight. And I, mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time with them, you know, because they just think that, you know, if we're going to get something done, it's going to take away their fat and they can continue doing what they were doing beforehand, eating the way they were eating beforehand, and it's never going to come back. And that's, you know, the farthest thing away from, from the truth. And, you know, nutrition is something that, you know, everybody comes in and thinks that they are eating properly. A lot of people aren't. You know, there's many different theories and philosophies about nutrition. You know, I've been into nutrition since I was a kid. I always struggled to gain weight playing football. So, you know, I always used to be, you know, I'm, I'm 40 now, but I used to read those muscle and fitness magazines and study them and, and study the workouts and, you know, drink the Joe Weider protein powders and, and took nutrition courses in, in college. And I was lucky that, you know, my parents were, were, we ate at home a lot, which I think is one of the key, you know, foundations to having good nutrition. And, you know, we ate a lot of healthy foods and, and cooked foods and, and didn't eat a lot of fast foods. Um, and that's something that I continue today with my wife and my three children. But, you know, the thing with nutrition is, is that it has the ability to, to keep you where you need to be and to get you where you need to go. We have tons of genes that are expressed in the body. And, you know, it's not the body's natural instinct to have disease. They've done studies, you know, where they've gone back to the um, ancient Egyptians and the mummies, and they've done samples of, of the mummies. And very few percentage of, of those mummies that they found, I think it was like one in a thousand, actually had some sort of cancerous cell. So that just shows that, you know, there are several things that, that are different now from then. You know, 
one of its nutrition. You know, unfortunately, nowadays, we have so many genetically modified foods, processed foods, foods that weren't around, you know, thousands of years ago. We have environmental toxins, which are, which are different. You know, we have the, the elements, the excessive sun exposure due to the greenhouse gases, you know, the level of radiation that we're getting. So, you know, this shows that we can alter and protect our genetic expression by doing certain things to prevent ourselves from getting older, to prevent ourselves from, you know, getting a disease. You know, obviously we can't prevent everything, but, you know, these are the foundations that if you don't follow, you're just putting yourself at, at an increased risk. Mm. Yeah, I, I totally agree. That's uh, in my field, it seems so important to teach people how to kind of one thing that most trainers teach is that to eat real food and stay away from processed food. But like you're saying, uh, most of the diseases that uh, we have these days, I mean, it, 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 the proliferation of diseases that really came once everyone started eating all the processed food and getting away from good nutrition. And so I, I definitely uh, think it's a definitely a really good point you made. And I love how you, how you mentioned nutrition uh, first as, as being one of the keys. Uh, I had before it's a, it's a little different take from you, so it's really great to get to hear this morning. But I had someone on the show before that works, a nutritionist that works in an extreme weight loss clinic. And so they have a, a lot, they help people with a lot of people that take the surgery to do lap band surgeries or a gastric bypass or different kind of weight loss surgeries. And the, there's very alarming statistics that they told us that day about or everyone normally does really good for the first year. But then after that, I mean, they haven't developed those healthy habits most of them all put the weight back on. And so there's a lot of people that have done multiple surgeries because they just haven't learned. And so to hear you talk about with, uh, with your clients that come in for liposuction and things like that, how important it is for them to key in on their nutrition, tone in on their nutrition uh, to get long-term success. Um, so with, with these people that you have that have these kind that come in for liposuction or other surgeries like that and you have the conversations with them nutrition, what is it that you try to teach them to help them get long-term success? You know, what I'm, what I'm trying to teach people as, as a plastic surgeon, you know, I, I look at plastic surgery as just not surgery. I look at it as, as a lifestyle because mm-hmm. if you're beautiful from the outside but not beautiful from the inside, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. And, you know, beauty on the inside is, is health and wellness. And, you know, your body is your engine. Just as we go to the gas station and, you know, you obviously want to, put the best gas into your engine so your car runs well, you know, food is our gasoline. And, you know, that's the the most important thing. And unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of wrong information out there. And, you know, a lot of it stems from the government, unfortunately. And I'm not being anti-government, but, you know, these big companies, these pharmaceutical companies and these, you know, chemical companies and these companies that make all of these processed foods and, and cereals, um, I mean, you know, go to the, the supermarket. There's an entire aisle just based upon cereal. There's not one cereal in that entire aisle that's good for you. And, you know, but nobody's telling you that. And the problem is that, you know, there's just a, a conspiracy in, in some way beyond things because it involves money. It involves lobbying and it involves politics. But, but getting away from that outside, you know, the one thing that is bad for us are grains. And the reason being is that grains are very inflammatory to the body. 
if you look at the average American diet nowadays, 60 to 70% of the percentage of calories are grains. If you go back several hundred years ago, you're talking it was 5 to 10%. And, you know, the grains that we have nowadays aren't like the grains that we had, you know, several hundred years ago. The, they have been genetically modified. They've been altered to, you know, survive droughts and all of these things. And unfortunately, it's made the grains worse for us. You know, if you compare the average piece of whole wheat bread bought at the supermarket compared to, eat, to eating, you know, a tablespoon of pure sugar, which one of those are going to raise your blood sugar more? Everyone's going to say the sugar, but it, that's wrong. It's actually the whole wheat bread. And that's because the bread has been so modified that it just stimulates a greater response in the body. And that greater response to take care of the excess blood sugar that, that happens creates a lot of inflammation in the body. And not only that, but, you know, gluten, which is, you know, something that everyone's starting to, to hear about and, and read about. You know, gluten is a, is a compound. It's found, you know, in all sorts of wheats and grains, but they use it in so many other different items to kind of bind things. And, you know, whether you're sensitive to it or not, to several different degrees, the worst being celiac disease where you have an extreme sensitivity to it and you can't even eat it, you know, it creates lots of inflammation in the body. And, you know, this inflammation is what causes our cells to become awry and it can cause, you know, a whole host of symptomatic type of disease things, you know, ranging from just simple things to being sluggish to, to not feeling well, general malaise, to, you know, more extreme things such as, you know, uh, diarrhea, intolerance to, to foods. Um, some people can even get, you know, low-grade fevers to it. So, you know, this just shows that the importance of what we're putting into our body, you know, has a profound effect on our entire, you know, system, from our brains, through our heart, through our lungs, through our kidneys, to just the way that we feel. Mm. Yeah, that's a very interesting. I've got, there's uh, more and more health fitness professionals and nutritionist experts and dietitians are coming out more uh, these days about uh, uh, gluten or wheat being the anti nutrient and uh, a, a lot of a lot of information. A lot of more information seems to be coming out. And so it's interesting to see where we may be going on that, or we may be uh, improving on our nutrition as a whole. Um, Chris Anderson is another is another guy I've had. Uh, talked about being on the show before, but he has a product, Athletic Greens. Have you ever heard of that before? No, I have uh, not. But it, it is a superfood. It may be something you'd, you'd love to look up. He has a, a 30 day or a 30 page ebook that he wrote that, uh, that talking about that very th- same thing you were just talking about. But we've heard a lot about superfoods and superfruits. And so I just want to, another thing I wanted to ask you how important do you think these are towards your health? You know, it all depends. And, you know, some of them are good. Some of them are bad. So like I said, the main thing that we're finding from all the research that we're doing is how things raise your, your blood sugar level. That, that's the most detrimental thing. You know, our bodies are really in tune to eating protein and, and fats. And that's our natural way of being. Um, you know, this whole cholesterol thing is, is been thrown way out of proportion. Cholesterol is not bad for you. Your entire brain is pretty much made of, of, of cholesterol. There are many studies nowadays that show that you know, people who don't need enough cholesterol or who have low cholesterol have a higher risk of dementia, Alzheimer's, 
neurological diseases because you're not feeding your, your brain what it needs to do. And, you know, what happens is that, you know, when people are eating a lot of carbohydrates, in, in, in addition, you know, your body has to switch the way that it uses energy. So it turns off its natural way of using energy, which is using the fat stores, which is a very ketogenic way of doing it, which is normal for the body, to using the, the carbohydrates, and then it winds up storing the extra calories as fat. So you're actually creating a, an ecosystem in your body, which is not natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that make, makes good sense. Um, well, on, the, on that note, listeners, we're going to have to take a quick commercial break real quick. When we come back, we'll be back with more from De- Dr. Jeffrey Lagrasso and, and tips on how we can stay young and feel better well into old age. We'll be right back on Be Fit for Life. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. Kelly covers our relationship with food and teaches us how easy eating well and living well can be, taking us on a weekly food journey, guiding us to a more rich and vibrant life. So tune in every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Eat Well to Live Well with Kelly Hill. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. That's chadaustinfitness at gmail.com. Now, back to Be Fit for Life. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Chad Austin. You're listening to Be Fit for Life. I'm here with Dr. Jeffrey Lagrasso. Uh, Well, nutrition, it sounds like we could talk forever on on nutrition. Listeners, if you have a question... Uh, send us a me- send me a message at chat at chataustinfitness.com or send me a message here on the page and we'll get some some contact information from Dr. Lagrasso and the show's over here too. Uh, but send us a message and uh, any topics you have for nutrition, we'd love to talk about it. But we want to talk about some other topics here too. Let's let's get into a little bit of exercise. I know that you were an athlete growing up and you've done a lot of working out and everything growing up. Um, and it's important to you. What what all what are the benefits you see in exercise? You know, there are multiple benefits in, in exercise, and it is definitely, you know, another component of, of staying youthful. Um, you know, certain cardio types of exercise 
are very beneficial. They're beneficial to the functioning of the heart. They're beneficial to increasing the functional residual capacity of the lungs, which are very important as you get older because those are, you know, there's a significant decrease in the functional residual capacity of the lungs as, as we age. Exercise has been shown to decrease the risk of neurological diseases, the Alzheimer's, dementias. Um, you know, it's there to help us burn calories to maintain our, our weight. And then, you know, in addition to the cardiac exercises, there are the, the strength training exercises. And then, you know, what I think are, are extremely important, which are probably most over, overlooked, are the various forms of stretching type exercises. Mm. And, um, you know, the weight training exercises are good to, you know, maintain bone density, to maintain muscle mass. It keeps, you know, our testosterone levels uh, a higher, um, gives us elevation of mood, all, all beneficial things. But like I just stated, you know, stretching or some form of stretching is extremely important. The, mm-hmm. the muscular imbalances that we go through in our day are, are huge. You know, most people are, are dominant on one side of the body, either right-handed or left-handed. You know, a lot of people are sitting down during the day, so they're shortening up their muscles. You know, the majority of, of back pains, neck pains, shoulder pains are all caused because of imbalance in the, the flexibility of our muscles. We're tight on one side, not tight on the other, and it's pulling our spine out of whack, causing these, you know, orthopedic-type diseases. And, you know, the answer is not surgery or chiropractic care. The answer um, can be completely prevented by doing a stretching exercise or, or a type of yoga to get flexible and to get limber. You know, I always tell a story, you know, as a surgeon and especially also spend additional training in pediatric plastic surgery, I'm always in a weird position. I'm always hunched over on top, on the bottom, supported. I'm just never sitting in a good position. My neck's down, my neck's up. And, you know, I've had some issues with my, my lower back. You know, being an athlete, I never spent that much time when I was younger stretching. Was always, you know, doing squats to run faster to play football. And now as I'm older, it's actually the opposite. I do very little weight training. Um, you know, the majority of my time is spent doing doing stretching. And, you know, when I had an injury to my back uh, a couple of years ago, which prevented me from, from working without discomfort, you know, I took the help of this lady, uh, Cheryl Alkler, uh, over here in Wellington, Florida. And, you know, she was a stretching expert. She came over and, and we did some stretching. Now, this was stretching that you would never, ever think of. This wasn't, you know, just touch your toes. This was, you know, manipulating, stretching, you know, uh, flexion, contraction. It was stretching that I'd never seen before and something that she specialized in. And, you know, after doing that, it, it puts you into alignment. And that's where you, you need to be to be able to fully appreciate and, and to be healthy and to be able to exercise at a greater capacity. And, you know, yoga, another one of those things, you know, being able to be, to be limber. And, you know, if we can all embrace more of that as opposed to more of the, the weight training in, in per se, you know, we would be a lot healthier as we move forward in time. Yeah, I, I know as stretching is, I do agree that it's very important as we live in the technology era now, it seems, and so so many more people have sedentary jobs than we used to. And so, though you talked about with the imbalances, I, I like to use the phrase "pattern overload" a lot. And so, that lower back pain, I mean, people setting forward, and it can 
in a chair all day long with their hands forward on a computer screen, their head looking forward at the computer screen and causes a lot of, of issues or, or women that cross their legs or, or if you cross your feet and tuck your feet underneath your chair or all those little things that you don't even realize you do for eight hours at a time. <laughs> yeah. And they, they can't all be prevented. There's bad habits uh, like that. So we lose all our range of motion. And so I, I definitely, uh, as I'm trying, as I'm, um, my event, I'm getting ready for a 24 hour event, an obstacle course run in November. And so I've been really increasing my miles and stuff, but stretching is, uh, and foam rolling and massage and things like something I've found. It's a uh, very crucial for part of my training right now. And so even at a, for an event, at, at this level, I, I, it, it's, it's so more important than other things. And so I definitely, uh, definitely agree with you. Um, yeah, I mean, super important because, you know, just think, you know, the more unflexible you become, the more you start hunching over, and then it becomes worse. You're creating even more imbalance and then more imbalance, and it's a cycle that doesn't end until eventually, you know, you're so imbalanced that it, it's pulling out one of the, the vertebrae, and, you know, you're starting to get compression of the nerves and pain. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes much more difficult for you to get back into the, the state of things. And, you know, um, not, a, not that there isn't some value to chiropractic care, but I'm a, a, a huge believer in them from a standpoint of, of curing spinal disease because you can push the, the bone back into realignment, but it's the muscle that's going to pull it right back out again. So mm-hmm. unless you're treating the muscular instability in the body, you're, you're not going to be able to maintain that alignment. So I, I think, you know, there's multi-faceted approach that you have to, to go towards to be able to maintain the alignment in the spine. Yeah, and we, we both, I mean, stretching also, not only to helping the imbalances, but just relieving stress. And so I know uh, how, one thing I want to ask you in your profession, how do you feel stress affects our well-being as far as staying young, um, is there any kind of stress that's actually good, and what can we do to kind of help uh, help prevent that from making us age more, I guess? I mean, stress overall is bad, but you, you have to have some stress in life because I think that you just can't become complacent. I think mm-hmm. if there wasn't any sort of, of stress, you know, for lack of a better word, in, in a general way of putting it, you know, we wouldn't be able to be, you know, provocative. We wouldn't be full, kind of, stagnant to where we need to be. So, you know, you do need a, a certain level of stress to kind of push through barriers to, to become better. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also a stress-free life, but you need to be able to, to manage it. Too much stress is bad for you in the fact that it can take a toll mentally and physically. I mean, you know, the problem is, you know, your mental state, your brain affects, you know, your entire body. And if that's tired and agitated, the rest of you is going to be tired and agitated as well. And, you know, there, there are several things that you can do, but in the end, you need to find the, the one that works for you. You know, not every modality of, of yoga, of meditation, um, you know, some people reduce stress exercise. You know, each one is individualized. But in the end, the one thing that you have to be able to do is, you know, before you go to sleep, especially, you have to be able to, to let go and complete what happened during the day. Because sleep is extremely important for us. During that time of sleep, and it is necessary that you need to get, you know, seven to eight hours of sleep. Sleep is when your body heals. Sleep is when, you know, you get into that that great stage of of relaxation and everything is kind of flowing in the body so that, you know, you're repairing, you're resting, you're healing so you can take on the next day. 
if you cannot let go of the day that, that just happened or complete what's happened, you're going to go to, to bed. Your brain's going to be thinking. You're not going to be getting optimal rest, which over the long term is going to be problematic and combative on the body. You know, it, it's going to be a physical toll that, that's going to be difficult to overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And as I increase my training and then as I uh... – uh, or I just with my career as I uh, get new, take on new projects with what I'm doing, I sleep and all the time is is very important. I can't let myself uh, lose sleep no matter what's going on in my life. I got to make sure I keep a, a good amount during the week so I can stay at the top of my game. And so I mean, it's very important uh, for energy, for 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 health, for every every reason you can think of. I definitely agree. Uh, well, we're going to take uh, one, one last commercial break. When we come back, we're going to finish our interview with Dr. Jeffrey Lugrasso. So stay tuned, listeners. We'll be right back on Be Fit for Life. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You are tuned in to Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. If you have a question or comment about our program, send us an email at chadaustinfitness.com at gmail.com that's chad austin fitness at gmail.com now back to be fit for life welcome back everybody i'm chad austin you're listening to be fit for life we're here with dr jeffrey lagrasso this morning uh dr lagrasso i know one question everyone is probably waiting on me to ask is about skin care so how do we how do we keep our skin from aging and are there any special lotions or supplements that can help with this process? What are your What's your take on these? Yeah, you know, the one thing that we need to to realize is that you know the skin is is our largest organ. Everyone seems to forget that, and you know it has several important functions, especially for protection against disease. And that's why our skin needs to be to be supple and needs to be protected. The one thing that you know we can do to protect our skin, and there's many things, you know, some of the easiest things are, number one, stay hydrated. Our body is mostly water. We expel a lot of of perspiration during the day. It tends to be very easy for people to become dehydrated who don't drink enough water, whether you have a sedentary job or an active job. So staying very well hydrated, you know, consume six to eight glasses of, of water per day, that's number one, because that allows your moisture content to be high in the skin. Number two is to, you know, protect yourself from the harmful radiations of the sun. Now, sun is important because your skin is also important for making vitamin D. You know, 15, 20 minutes of sun exposure a day is good for you. The best form of vitamin D is the vitamin D that your skin makes. It's far better than any supplement. But, you know, in, in an ideal world, and, you know, I understand this is extremely difficult because everyone has to go to work. 
you know, you want to get your sun exposure either before 10 or after 4. Because, you know, between 10 and 4, especially between 11 and 3, those are those peak sun hours. And, you know, that could be very damaging on the body. But, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes is very good. Increases your production of, of vitamin D, which has been shown. I mean, we can do a whole show just on vitamin D. But, you know, has been shown to help be very beneficial to the body in preventing various forms of, of cancers and diseases. So if you are going out, you know, for prolonged sun exposure, one of the things that I, I recommend is, you know, wearing some sort of a, a overlying shirt. You know, if you're on the beach, you know, there's tons of different, you know, surfing shirts that, that look cool. So you don't have to be, you know, un-macho un um, that you can wear, especially during those peaks sometimes. You know, you can take it off for a variety of you know, 10 to 15 minutes if you want to give yourself a, a little bit of some color. But, you know, you don't want that prolonged exposure to the sun. That prolonged, you know, radiation without uh, sunblock can cause malignant changes in the skin, and skin cancer is, is our number one form of cancer. Um, now, saying that, you know, sunblock and skincare in general, you know, if you go to any store um, over the counter, a, a Macy's, a Walmart, CVS, you know, the majority of those products contain so many chemicals in the skincare, which shouldn't be in, in your body. You know, petroleum. I mean, would you put gasoline on, on your body if you knew that's what you were putting on it? But tons of different skincare lines are using these, these chemicals. I'm a big believer in staying chemical-free. You want to limit your environmental exposure to toxins. And the skin, being the largest organ, can absorb those environmental toxins the most. So I think that, you know, you have to stay away from products. You want to use all natural organic products on the skin, whether it's for your face, whether it's sun care, or whether it's, it's for your body. One of the biggest things that you can do as you age, the uh, turnover time for, for your skin to renew itself decreases. Typically, in a younger person, it's about 28 days. It can double as you get into your 40s, 50s, and 60s. So one thing that you can do is you can exfoliate using some sort of, you know, mechanical exfoliation, either little beads or, you know, salt crystals, just tons of different products on the market, exfoliate every day. That helps increase the turnover time through time so that, you know, your skin is renewing on, on a more consistent basis as you age. Obviously, you want to moisturize. You want to, you know, give the body the necessary nutrients and, and free radicals to fight damage in the skin area. You know, that along with the, with the organic sunblock, staying away from the chemicals once again. Um, you know, good nutrition. And then, you know, there are several things that, that you can do, you know, from a, a plastic surgery standpoint, using lasers or light-based devices. But in the end, you have to have a good normal regimen first. You can't not have a good normal regimen and then start expecting to get, you know, fantastic results from various lasers and so forth. There have been several studies. Um, one was a study by a company called Cyton, which uses a, a broad-based light, a broadband light called a BBL. And this was a 10-year study out of Stanford. And they compared people from before the study and after the study, and they used a broadband light uh, two to three times per year as a preventative setting to, to prevent aging. And they actually showed that people looked younger at the end of 10 years than they did actually before studying the before starting the study. So I do think that, you know, a combination of some of these non-ablative uh, lasers and light-based devices can help prevent and, and minimize the aging process of, of the face and of the skin, you know, using an intense photo light or a broad-based light, um, you know, using 
a, a non-ablative, you know, erbium-type fractionated laser, which doesn't have a lot of downtime, which, which can penetrate a little bit deeper into the skin, into the dermal layer to stimulate the body to form more collagen. I think, you know, doing some of these things prior to having a lot of damage can help minimize the onset of things, you know, as, as you go forward. But in the end, you know, I'm not going to tell people who come into the office, if they don't have a good skincare regimen and aren't eating healthy and doing the necessary things, I'm going to get them straight on that first. Because that's the important thing. That's the foundation. And once that's straight and we reach the peak of, of how our skin looks from that, then we can add, you know, various lasers and light-based devices on that. And then, you know, as you get older and your skin starts sagging because, you know, we can't prevent everything, then you have to go more towards the surgical things, such as, you know, the face lift, um, the neck lift, and then, you know, arm lift. But everybody's skin type is different, and everyone has different genes. So our goal is to, you know, get the best out of our genetic exposure and go from there. Oh, there, sir. those are some really awesome, great tips. Um, so Dr. LaGrasso, I t- tell you, it's been... Having you on here this morning, it's so refreshing to have someone from the plastic surgery side of things and find out that, have them on my show and then find out that their take on a lot of things, their stance on several things are so similar to what mine is as a as someone in the fitness, in health and fitness industry uh, for exercise and, and, and fitness. I mean, you mentioned earlier on the show that, uh, like that, Beauty is a lifestyle, but it starts with it within. It starts with it starts from the inside, and it starts with health and fitness and proper nutrition. And it starts with having a regimen. So, I mean, nothing I've heard you say this morning. It, it seems like anyone like a quick fix or an easy solution. It's you you stress people getting on a, a healthy regimen and a healthy routine of, of for everything. And so, I just I definitely uh, appreciated hearing that this morning, knowing that. Uh, we're in a little bit different field, but we both had the same mission in mind. And so for, for the last question, we just have a little bit of time left. I want, if you, if listeners today could only take away one thing from uh, our time together, uh, what would you want them to take away from this morning's interview? You know, I, I still think the key thing overall and being young, looking beautiful, feeling beautiful is nutrition. And that's the one thing that people need to focus on. Um, the most. And that's the one thing that people need to, you know, kind of look in the mirror and stare at themselves and, and really identify, you know, where the mistakes are being made. Because I think a lot of people aren't, you know, truthful with themselves. And, and, you know, one of the ways of doing that is to write a food diary. Take a week of your life. Write down everything that you, that you eat, exactly what you eat, and then kind of go back. And you'll find out so many things that, you know, you were eating that you thought you weren't eating subconsciously and, you know, giving you the, the poor nutrition. Listen, you know, I mean, everyone needs to have something, you know, pleasurable every now and then. It just can't be a, a daily part of your nutritional routine. Right. Very, very good tips. I couldn't have, couldn't have said, it, said it better myself to finish the show with. Uh, listeners, thank you so much. Uh, Dr. LaGrasso, thanks for being a guest this morning. I enjoyed talking to you. Um, tune in next week, everyone. Uh, yeah, thank you. And thank tune in last week and we'll have uh, another great show with be fit for life. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks again for tuning us in. Please join Chad Austin next Monday at 7am Pacific time, 10am Eastern time for another edition of be fit for life on the voice America health and wellness channel this week. Have fun, get active and be fit.